It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, Certified Nutrition Specialist and Licensed Nutritionist. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Today we want to talk about water, mainly about your drinking water. Is the water you're drinking legally safe? You know, it may not be totally safe. That's an interesting thought. What is legally safe but not totally safe? I could compare it to driving on a slippery, icy road, and the speed limit says I can drive 65 miles, which is legal, but is it totally safe? Maybe I should only be driving 20 miles an hour. So we want to find out the difference between legally safe water and totally safe water. But before we get to that question, let's address water from a nutritional point of view. Right? Always do it Mm -hmm. from a nutritional point of view. How important is clean water? Nutritionist Cara Carper is here to help me answer that question. So welcome, Cara, and I'm so glad to see you. you. I'm I'm glad to be here. (laughs) We had a little road closing today. Guess what? 94 is closed. (laughs) I'm the only person in Minnesota that didn't know that. (laughs) So many of you know Cara because she teaches a lot of nutrition classes and... So, Cara, I would guess that you probably get a lot of questions when you're teaching. I do. I get a lot of questions in general, a lot of questions about water specifically. Um, One of the things everybody wants to know is how much water should they be drinking? They also want to know what is a good filtering system? There are so many Mm -hmm. filtering systems out there. There are. That's for Um, sure. They want to know what is wrong with tap water or is anything wrong with it? And a couple of examples that I always talk about when people are wondering about the importance of water, I refer to Dr. Daniel Amen. He's the author of several books. One is Making a Good Brain Great. And in that book, he talks about water as being brain medicine. Mm, That's an interesting thought. Brain medicine. Water is brain medicine. And it makes sense because he writes that your brain is about 80% water. So the first rule of brain nutrition is to hydrate the brain with adequate water. Well, I've done that this morning. I bet you have too. I have too. Yep. <laughs> so we should really be on be able to say all those words. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> so in fact, Cara, when I am working with a client who suffers from like migraines, I recommend at least eight glasses of pure water and sometimes even 10 to 12 glasses. And for many people, just adding sufficient amounts of water, the migraines go away. Isn't that something? And it sounds so simple because everybody knows, oh, drink more water. But we, f- people forget. You know, and I think even if people aren't having migraines, maybe that's just that headache that people get often. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's like middle of the afternoon, they get this headache. Well, sometimes it's just from dehydration, isn't it? Exactly. Or, you know, if someone's having a bad day or feeling kind of fog brain, um, drinking a couple of glasses of water can clear that brain up and just make people feel more clear and focused again. So, you know, another reason for drinking more water, you know, it, it seems like right now everyone seems to be concerned about their weight. And this is a, just a magical thing. 
Pure water is the magical ingredient in sparking up your metabolism. And so water is essential for fat metabolism. And, you know, the more a person weighs, the more you need to drink mm-hmm. of so water. It might not just be the eight, eight ounce glasses f- across the board. Yep. You know? And it isn't drinking Diet Coke. It's just right. Drinking that doesn't the- count. <laughs> <laughs> it's just drinking the water. <laughs> And even mild dehydration can cause a 3% drop in metabolism. Now, that doesn't sound like much. 3%. Well, when you add it up, though, that actually could be one pound of fat every six months. I mean, who wants to be gaining that when they could just be drinking water? And losing that one and pound. And losing it. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, we all have our personal reasons for drinking water. One for me is because I am a nursing mom. And nursing moms need at least 10 to 12 glasses of water to produce sufficient breast milk. And I bet you drink even more than that many I days. I do. Actually, I, I have post-it notes around my house <laughs> that um, remind me to drink a gallon a day. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, and how old is your baby? Nine months. Nine months. Mm-hmm. Still going strong. Yep. That's great. <laughs> so one of my favorite reasons for drinking water is to keep the wrinkles away. And it's, it's working. To, okay, thank you. It is. <laughs> if anyone has seen Dar, you know. And that's it. Wonderful you know, skin. I don't do, do any of that other stuff, you know. <laughs> I just use good water. <laughs> <laughs> so we've given you all a few reasons to drink water, but according to an article in the New York Times from December of 2009, research found that 19 million Americans become ill each year from parasites, viruses, and bacteria in, in their drinking water. Her, think about that. You said 19 million people? 19 million, and it's probably more now because that was three years ago. But the article goes on to say that since 2004, the water given to 49 million people has contained illegal concentrations of chemicals, chemicals like arsenic, radioactive substances such as uranium, and dangerous bacteria that's often found in sewage. So maybe some of those times that people think that they've gotten food poisoning, it's really water poisoning. Mm -hmm. It's the bacteria count that's in the water that they're drinking. Because we kind of just assume, oh, our water is safe, right? Right. So that, you know, you think more about other things, but this is something people need to know. So, you know, we need sufficient purified water for our bodies to function the best. I mean, I think that's a given. But it seems as though contaminants are getting into our water supply. So how do we ensure that the water we're drinking is safe? So to help answer those questions about water, I've invited Richard Grassy, who is our local water expert, to share his expertise. And I know Richard's been on the show a couple of Mm -hmm. three times before, three times before, and we get lots of questions about water. And, you know, I met Richard over 20 years ago when he installed a water purification system in our St. Paul office called Aquathin, and I thought, hmm, that's a really appropriate name for weight and wellness, <laughs> education, and consulate center, Aquathin. So, Richard, welcome to the show. And to start out, I have a simple question that a lot of clients have asked me when I talk about filtered water. So, Dar, what is wrong with tap water, they always <laughs> say? Well, first, Dar, thank you for having me. I'm pleased to be here. Um. First, I would say that expecting high-quality water from the tap is totally impractical. So why is that impractical? Well, because less than 1% of all water coming into one's home is used for cooking and drinking. 
So what do we, so we use water? Well, I mean, I was watering my plants last night. Right. If you think of showering, if you think of bathing, if you think of uh, doing the running the sprinkler outside, if you think of the dish, it, it's really a, a working water. Okay. So and only one percent is used for drinking. Yep, cooking and drinking. Cooking and drinking. So it isn't possible to make a hundred percent of this water, uh, what I would call totally safe. You know, we just have to think about it. Okay. It's just a, such a small percentage. Okay. And then the cities add chemicals at the water treatment plant like chlorine, ammonia, aluminum, and the controversial controversial fluoride. Wow, they add mm-hmm. a lot of chemicals then, don't they? Yeah. Okay. Yep. You know, because of the topic, I know a lot of people listening have questions about water quality and what con- contaminants might be found in water. Um, so I, I want to open this up to everyone. If you have questions today for Richard who is our water expert, give us a call here at the station, 651-641-1071. And do we already have a caller? We do. We didn't even give out the number yet, and we have a caller. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, good morning, Jenny. Do you have a question today for Richard? Yes. Um, I drink a lot of reverse osmosis water from the local grocery store. Okay. And somebody once told me that they had a friend that had a system put in their house, and after they put the system in, the guy handed them a bag of nutrients, and he says, this is what you're missing out of your water when you drink this kind of water. Is that true? Is that... Uh, I, I just was curious about that. So, Richard, you heard that question, right? Yes. So I'm going to just take a sense here that the question is, is what about all these good things that are being removed? Mm-hmm. Yes. So my question would be, what are these good things? Some people think that... Minerals in water are useful. So I'm going to go to an article from the Associated Press, and the, and the head of it says, Inorganic minerals from tap water are bad news. It is a mistaken belief that drinking pure water reduces valuable minerals from the living human tissue. Tap water prevents a variety of inorganic minerals which our body has difficulty be absorbing. We need to take minerals that came from the soil through the plant. The plant has put it into a form now that our body can utilize or take a supplement that is in a form that our body, it's all ready for our body to use. And, you know, when nutritionally, when we look at that whole process, we would look at, for instance, like zinc. You know, right. we would look at zinc. The highest place to get zinc is in meat and particularly like grass-fed beef because Again, the cow is eating the grass, and then we get it in our meat, and then our body is able to absorb it. It becomes a usable form then. Yeah. And to be silly about this mineral thing, I often tell clients, it's like if you think you're getting minerals from water or they're useful, go out to the backyard, get a pail of dirt, and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) And do you think you're going to absorb those minerals? No. Well, it's no different than it's when it's in water because the water (laughs) has absorbed it into itself. So really, to answer this lady's question, you would have to say uh, some misinformation going on there. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. And often it's often it's from people who sell filters that don't remove minerals, the simple filters. Yeah. Well, we I, do. We sorry to interrupt, guys. We okay. need to take a, our first break, though. Um, but we can. I'm sure we're going to have more information on that when we come back. But you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And I just want to say that Nutritional Weight and Wellness is very pleased to offer the summertime class special. 
So the special is that you and a friend or family member can attend a two-hour nutrition class for the price of one. So you pay and your friend or family member goes free. It's $25 for a couple. And you how be, inexpensive is it's that? It's such a great deal. Twelve fifty <laughs> per person. Um, you're going to be educated and inspired by a nutrition educator. Some of the classes are balanced foods for balanced moods, stressed out, um, hot flash, or avoiding the diabetes epidemic. Another favorite is jumpstart your metabolism. So you can sign up for any of those classes by calling six five one six nine nine three four three eight. Or go to weightandwellness.com, and we'll be right back. A wise doctor once said, today you are you. That's truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. The doctor in question was Dr. Seuss, and I bet he would like the attitude and approach they use at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. For more than 25 years, the licensed nutritionists, registered dietitians, and nutrition educators have worked one-on-one with clients. Because they know no one is youer than you, they will come up with an individualized eating plan that addresses your needs, your body, your health concerns. Because they use research-based knowledge and because they care, they can guide you to be the best, healthiest, most energetic you you can be. Come into one of their Twin Cities-based office locations for a consultation or schedule a counseling session over the phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call them at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Or go to weightandwellness.com. They will get results for you. It's true. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is now open in Maple Grove. Call them today at 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with co-host, Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist, and Richard Grassi, who is our water expert, and it's been over 25 years that you've been studying water. You must know everything there is to know about water. I wish I could say yes to that, but it just you just dig deeper and deeper, and you, and you learn more and more. I mean, it's, yep. it's never-ending. So we kind of know that some people need to be more careful about their water supply. Uh, we know that people that have immune problems, they need to be very cautious about their water. You know, people that are maybe going under chemotherapy because they have cancer, people with organ transplants, people with HIV, AIDS, or other immune system disorders, they really need to be careful. And even some older people and some infants who are at risk for infections need to be, you know, they need to be careful about their drinking water. And they need to drink purified water. So, you know, as we go along in the show, Richard's going to explain what it means for water to be purified. So, again, if you have questions today for Richard, it's 651-641-1071. And should we kind of start out? Because I know we've got people on the line that's asking questions. Yeah. Let's okay. just um, take some callers and then we can utilize Richard the most. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? Hello. Hello. Hi there. Is this Joanne? Thank you very much. Um, yes, my question is we're battling. We, we too wish to have fresh, pure water, but we're battling with getting a whole house system or just under the sink. And if I get a whole house system, why do I need one under the sink? Um, Great question. Go. Yeah, very good question. So it depends what the whole house system is. Typically, a whole house system is going to remove chemicals that find their way into water that are suspended in the form of a gas. Because when you're in a shower or bath, the hotter the water is, the more these chemicals are released into the steam or vapor. Things like chlorine, ammonia, trihomethanes, things like that. 
So you're not taking that water and don't need to take that water to the same level you would of the drinking cooking water. Because then we're going to be removing, or the goal would be to remove the more difficult things as well, which would be called totally dissolved solids. Mm -hmm. So like the name implies, solids that are now dissolved in the water. You can't see them, you can't taste them, you can't smell them, so, you can measure them. Okay, give me an example of what that would, a name of one, just as a possibility. Arsenic would be one. Okay, well, Lead. that's a good one. That's good enough. <laughs> okay, that helps me a lot. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're yeah, welcome. Thanks for the call today. So did you get did you get all your answer on that one? I mean... Well, there's just, you know, anything that was a solid. Um, okay. Heavy metals, nitrates, salt-based substances... I mean, there's a whole slew of them. There's right now, and I, I've, I've actually have two different statements here. Then, and I don't know which one is correct because they're both overwhelming. One is says, and this from the movie Flow, there are over 116,000 human-made chemicals finding the way into public water supplies. Sixteen? How 100, many? 116,000. 116, human-made, meaning man-made. Yes. Well, wow. water being the universal solvent, takes a piece of pretty much anything it comes in contact with. Okay. So let's bring that right down to family stuff because, you know, my daughter and my four grandchildren and their dad, of course, <laughs> they live on a farm in Wisconsin and it's surrounded by corn and soybean, you know, farmers. And I know my daughter has been really concerned about the farm runoff including pesticides and other farm chemicals that could leak into the well water. So they have a well on their farm. Um, so, Richard, is this kind of a big problem for people who live in farm communities that have wells? And I even, you know, you mentioned arsenic is one of the mm -hmm. chemicals that, you know, I've even heard that a lot of the well water wells have arsenic in it now. Well, it's not that they haven't had it in the past. It's that it's now a contaminant that's on the radar. Okay. So private wells have a, under under a different are under a different regulation than city water. Okay. So prior to about two years ago, there was only two things that had to a well had to comply with to be able to be approved, and that was uh, E. coli bacteria was tested for, and um, nitrates. Okay. Now they've added arsenic. All right. And while most contaminants are measured in parts per million. Arsenic is measured in parts per billion. So we're talking a very small amount. Okay. But, but it's a known human carcinogen. Which is carcinogen. Means Carcin cancer-causing. Can right. Um, it, it, you know, it's an ingredient in some fertilizer, fungicides, insecticides, and it's ready, it's, it readily contaminates groundwater. So if you're living in that kind of surrounded by corn and soybean Probably round off, round up, round off, round up is being used on those. Right, right. Now yes. let's put this into perspective though. So in January of 2006, the EPA lowered its arsenic standard from 50 parts per billion to 10. And so that's equivalent to 10 drops of ink in an Olympic sized swimming pool mm -hmm. or 10 kernels of corn in a 40 foot silo. Okay. Which doesn't sound like it's very much. It's pretty small. But pretty small amount. But but it can cause cancer. Mm -hmm. Correct. Even at that at that rate. Right. Now, when you when you mention you know corn, then I, that makes me think of a 
<laughs> another chemical called atrazine. Mm. Oh, yes. It's the most common uh, uh, chemical sprayed on corn in the, in the upper Midwest, in the Midwest. Yes. And the USDA found that atrazine was in 94% of U.S. drinking water. Atrazine. Wow. wow. That's the one where the frogs, their reproductive systems are... Are destroyed. Yes. Right. I mean, that's right. just one example, but right, right. And it has about it has about uh, twenty. It's under about twenty different names. It's also banned in Europe and Switzerland, where it's manufactured in all of Europe. But of course, it's used in the United States. So I'm so glad that Christy and the kids have a pure system now mm-hmm. on the farm uh, that uh, Richard installed. Or someone... You must feel better. I mean, yeah, just knowing what the pos- the potential is yep. with well water. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I am somewhat confused. Like Richard, I know you've been on in the past, but there's just so much information about the different filtering systems. So I was wondering if you could talk about each type of system and what the systems remove. So let's just start with kind of your basic pitcher type filter that right. a lot of people have. Right. Brita that, would be one name. Yeah. That, that same question comes up for me often too, because I, I will be talking to a potential client and they'll say, well, I have, uh, I've been using this pitcher filter. Doesn't that do everything I need? Yeah. And my answer will be, well, it's a help. Yes. It's a help. So I went onto the Brita site and like most simple filters, they made reduction claims mm-hmm. for just four contaminants, copper, chlorine, cadmium, and mercury. Okay. And we're talking reduction, not removal. And re- reduction could be 1%. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. And we're talking about four chemicals versus how many thousands of potentially? The other thing that was interesting is they have 12 different pitcher models. Wow. Brita does? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it means that there's a strong market there. It, there certainly is. So, Cara, do we need to take a break or could we? Okay. Let's take a break. And and then we'll take, after that, we can take a call. Yeah. So, callers, please stay on the line. We'll get to you when we come back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. How many of you have gone to your doctor and shared concerns about the weight that you've gained in the last year? Millions of people. Asking for help. (laughs) I know. I think people's ears are perking up right now. But the answer that you may have gotten is, well, calories in and calories out. And so then you say to your doctor, well, I've been keeping track of my calories. I'm only eating about 1,500 a day. I'm still not losing weight. Could it be my thyroid? So then you're thinking, what's wrong with my metabolism? And then you might get the answer, the second part of the answer, well, you need to exercise more. And then you say, well, I'm working out four or five times a week. So what I'm trying to say is that slow metabolism, it's a very complex issue. And when we come back from break, Dara is going to share some interesting research from World War II about metabolism. Our number here is 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before we went on break, Cara mentioned I would share some very old research about metabolism from World War II. And this is true. This, a researcher from the University of Minnesota decided to study the effects of calorie Restriction, restriction on 36 healthy young men. You know, calories were reduced to 1,600 to 1,800 calories per day, which was considered starvation. And they were, con- they were restricted for 24 weeks, which is six months. So what happened? Well, they lost muscle mass. 
they lost fat mass, they lost their sex drive, they were constantly hungry, they became tired, they slept a lot, they felt cold all the time, they became irritable, they lacked focus, became depressed, and what happened to their metabolism? It slowed down and their cravings and hunger went up. After the research was completed, these 36 men who were at normal weight and, a, and very healthy before the research project, struggled thereafter with their weight. They always had a weight problem. So remember, 1,600 to 1,800 calories was considered starvation. You know, and some programs today put people on 800 calories. You know, what does it mean? It's really slowing down people's metabolism. And it takes them a long time then to heal their mm-hmm. metabolism. And we're seeing that. I mean, Nell is a perfect example. You know, she's lost 90 pounds, but it took her a year. You worked with Nell for a mm-hmm. year before you could get her metabolism to right. kick in. I mean, she certainly was not doing even 12, 1,500 calories, yep. you know. And this was old research, mm-hmm. good research. So in our Nutrition for Weight Loss program, we say slow and steady pace wins the race because if you keep doing it and keep doing it, it keeps your metabolism working better. And I know people have got questions for Richard today, so our number here is 651-641-1071, and we're going to take a caller. Is that right, Cara? Yep, let's get right to a couple of these callers. Hi there, Christy. Thanks for holding. Do you have a question for Richard? I do. I have well water, and so we never drank the water. We always bought bottled water and um, fluoride water for our daughter's formula. And then um, we just got a water softener through Culligan that is supposed to, like, take out a lot of the iron that we have in the water. And then we got the drinking system where it's a reverse osmosis sink on our um, kitchen sink. And I'm just wondering if that's filtered enough for us to drink. Well, I think I think Culligan does a good job. Okay. Um, you know, it's not going to take water to the level that water can be taken, but it's, you know, it's pretty darn good. Okay. Oh, well, that's, that's a simple question. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was waiting for, well, he has so much information. Uh, great question. Thank you. So I think, um, so should we take another caller or can I ask Richard a question? Yeah, go ahead, Dar. Okay. So in our classes, a lot of people say, you know, I have a filter on my refrigerator, and is that okay? You know, that one. Yes, it's okay. Okay. Is, does it filter out all the contaminants? No, it does not. Okay. It deals with the easy things. Okay. So if we were to measure, and I, no, I don't want to make this complicated, but if, we, if your water has 300 parts per million of dissolved solids in it, and you run it through your refrigerator filter, it's going to have darn close to 300 coming out of it. Okay, so, and that really says contaminants. That's right. That's what yeah, people the, the don't... More difficult, the more difficult things to remove are totally dissolved solids. Okay. Which are measurable. So it's a simple thing. We could come out, take a measurement of the water out of your sink, and take a measurement out of the water out of your refrigerator. So going back to that example of arsenic... It... Not going to deal with arsenic. Arsenic's okay. going right through. All right. So, okay, then another question, Richard. Okay. How about the ones, you know, those filtering systems that sit on the sink that's, uh, I think they're like carbon filtering systems. Right. Are, are they similar to what's in the refrigerator? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And again, all of these devices help. Yes. The interesting thing is, is since only 1% of all the contaminants finding their way into water cause taste or odor, 
soon as you do something simple like that, it appears that your water's better. Okay. Now, let's take that same, let's go back to the, let's, let's take the water through this filter on the sink mm -hmm. and let's freeze it. Okay. Okay. It's, when, it, when it's frozen and you look at this piece of ice, it's going to be cloudy. If it was really clean, it would be clear. Hmm. When that ice cube melts in a glass of water, you're going to have all this stuff floating in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I okay, can so remember. there's ways to validate this. I can remember that. As well as, well as measuring. Sure. I can remember that exactly with the ice cubes before I got the whole house system that yep. I have now from yep. you. Yep. Perfect. And now my ice cubes are perfectly clear. <laughs> I'm right. going to go home and look at my ice cubes today. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, yeah, ice cubes, because of the way a freezer, a, a freezer works, the air is circulating in a frost-free freezer. So there'll be a little cloudiness in the center, but there won't be... So that's going to be a perfect way of for people to do some sure. testing. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Just Whenever really they put ice visual. in a glass of water and then the ice melts, there's always a residue left. Let's mm -hmm. key. Yeah, unless you're doing a pure system. Unless, you, well, like pure as in P-U-R, that's no. a simple filter, or P-U-R-E. E. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, because there's that brand out there. There's PR. a brand out there, yeah. That, that actually was local. I don't know if they still are, but they okay. were local. So, you know, then there are also the reverse osmosis systems that you can buy at either Home Depot or Menards. And then the handy household member installs them. Um, how effective are items like that? Well, I would say that they're going, their maximum effectiveness will be when they're right out of the box brand new. Okay. Because beyond that now, so reverse osmosis is not really that well regulated. And those syst and their systems, reverse osmosis isn't a given water purity. Its only regulation is for a reduction, contaminant reduction. So if we go back to the Home Depot, when, when will it be serviced? Who's going to service it? It requires water pressure to work. If you don't have high water pressure, it's not going to work as effectively if you, if you have higher water pressure. What type of water is it being uh, fed with? City river water, city well water, private well water. So there's lots of variables here. The level of dissolved solids will be off the, off the charts. Just the Twin Cities metro area will range from 90 parts per million of totally dissolved solids to as high as 600, and that's just within our market. Mm-hmm. Okay. So th this is interesting because, you know, talking about the kind that we got at the Home Depot, mm -hmm. you know, when I moved into my house, that's mm -hmm. what was there. Mm -hmm. So then when I went to change the filter, hmm, there was no filter be to be bought. I couldn't find, they didn't have that filter any longer. Right. Um, I couldn't order it online, you know. This isn't like buying <laughs> lumber or nails mm -hmm. or an appliance. This isn't a, or a regular appliance that doesn't, isn't affected by water. This is an appliance that's affecting potentially our health. Yes. So we want to be serious about it. Mm -hmm. And the regulations, and not to slam my industry, but the regulations for these devices, people have heard of NSF, National Sanitation Foundation. They may have also heard of Water Quality Association. Well, the only thing that is being governed on these reverse osmosis systems is NSF Standard 42 is aesthetics. Standard 53 is systems to reduce, and standard 58 is contaminant reduction. These regulations aren't about removal, and they're only talking about a handful of chemicals that they test. So you're really saying it remo it reduces, and, and it makes the water taste better. Right, <clears throat> right, 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 right. Yeah. 
But it doesn't remove all of the contaminants. Right, right. It just reduces them. Right. Okay. Right. And reduce is a pretty open-ended term. Yes. Right, like you had said before, is it 1%? Is it, you know? Right, and there's the variables reduction? within that because of how it has to work. So, Kara, can we, can we take a caller? Or do we think we got a couple of minutes yeah, let's, here? Yeah, we have a couple minutes before break here. Okay. Good morning, Carolyn. You're on air. Do you have a question for us today? I'm sorry. I'm sorry we can't hear you. Talk a little louder. Oh, okay. I think we might have lost her. I couldn't hear her either. Yeah. Okay. Just in the background. Okay. We okay. do have another caller. Maybe we can take that person. Yep. And I don't have a name here, but hi, welcome to the show today. Do you have a question for us or for Richard? I do. And oh, that was fast. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> My question is Buol Water, Buol Water, B-U-H-L, is sold at some of the grocery stores and the health food stores. And it comes from Minnesota. It's supposed to be very good water. But my question is, it sits in the plastic jugs on the counter at stores, and I wonder how good it is. Well, that's a, that's a very good question. And if, I, if I'm if i thinking correctly, uh, Buell is up in the iron range, am I correct? That, that's what I understand. So it could be water from a deep artesian well, or yep. you know, deep from the earth, you know, deep into the earth. So now they have to bring it up and they have to transport it. So you have the transport. You don't know the temperature of things, right? So I know. I don't know. I just, I just think that whatever the waters come in contact with, there's no useful anything in that, and we need to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. We need to remove what's in the water, take mm-hmm. it to a level that it's really clean, and now it can. <laughs> Now it is much more useful to our body. It can carry nutrients. It can remove waste. Right. Yes. So I don't. I don't know that product specifically. Um, uh-huh. And I know I hate to put you on the spot. You know, talking about somebody's water. You know. Right. But um, so, in other words, maybe the um, reverse osmosis at the health food stores is probably the best bet. Um, yes. Yes, they can be that. That can be better. Okay. Now, if if that vending machine makes the claim of yeah. purified water on the machine, uh-huh. it has to follow a lot more stringent uh, quality than if it doesn't. Yeah. Because purified water, by definition, must measure less than 10 parts per million of totally dissolved solids. And I, so you don't know what that water is even. See, reverse osmosis, it's just a technology. I have yeah. to assume that the co-ops are gonna have a better system. Right. I have and to assume that. taking care of it, I know that, mm-hmm. so. Okay. Great, thank Great. you so much for your call. Welcome. All right, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We're going to take our last break here. And according to the data collected by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the number of children with autism and related disorders is really on the rise. So it's at least 1 in 133 to 1 in 100 children now have that diagnosis. And a new study published just recently on Thursday found that fish exposed to psychiatric medicans, medications, excuse me, like Prozac or Effexor, they showed gene patterns similar to those that were found in people with autism. So the study is suggesting a link between these drugs, these medications that get into the water supply and brain disorders. So it would really seem that the safety of your water supply is a very serious question, especially with just that's just one example of an epidemic. I agree. So I, we'll be right back. 
If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Cavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist, and Richard Grassi, who is really an expert on water. So, Richard, you know, we got listeners out there, and they're going to say, well, I wonder what's in my water. How do they p- figure out what's in their water besides the ice cube thing? I got that one. Well, <laughs> they can't really figure it out on their own. They could uh, take a sample of their water, send it to a lab, but you have to really know what you're looking for. There's so many different variables and so many different contaminants if you're not looking for a specific one, that's not necessarily going to be tested for. So my whole approach is we'll do a, it's a simple test because it's a total test. And it'll tell us immediately what the level of dissolved solids are in your water. And then we'll validate it by having it removed. And so, we're talking removal. We're not talking reduction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a validated thing. The, the positive thing is I constantly have people tell me, you know, I can't believe how much more water I drink now. I can't believe how good the water tastes at room temperature. Because most people will drink water cold because it numbs your ability to taste. But you can't consume very much water if it's cold. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't drink water cold. But if I'm trying to drink quantities, right? and, you know, there's lots of opinions about quantities, too. The American Dietetic Association states you're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces daily. Right. So a 200-pound man would be drinking 100 ounces of water. Mm-hmm. I also just listened to a doctor. Uh, I think he was a naturopath, and I didn't write his name down. But he said it, athletes, like athletes and bodybuilders, will drink five gallons of water a day. Wow. Wow. So that really gives me something to shoot for. I'm not an athlete. But... <laughs> so you will actually test people's water. Is that yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. okay, how do people get a hold of you then? So um, they could email me at Richard. So Richard at richardscws.com, so Custom Water Systems, Richard at richardscws, or call me direct at 952-240-0470. And I strongly believe that an educated individual can make good decisions. In, an, in, a, in, a, in my industry, there's just so much confusion. Mm-hmm. But the key is to do it. Is to, in my opinion, is to do it right and do it. If you can do it right the first time, you're way ahead of the game. Well, I think it's very similar to nutrition in the sense that there is so much confusion about nutrition. You know, we say people should eat fat, and there are some places out there that say you shouldn't eat any fat. So it is very mm-hmm. confusing for people, but we get people healthy. Right, and it also comes down to who do you listen to. You yes. have to make a decision about how you feel and trust who you trust, and that's where you put your exactly. faith. You have yep. to really figure out the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have dug into this information 
constantly. It overwhelms me at times. <laughs> yep. So, Carter, should we take the last caller if we got time? Right, yeah, we have, we have a couple of minutes here. Hi, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. It looks like you have a question for us on a water water filter. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. The Nate, your name is it Bree? Bree? Yeah, Bree. Okay, hi Bree. Hi. Um, Good morning, I, Bree. I just have a couple questions. Does boiling water help any for a few minutes? You know, three four minutes. And what? which system do you recommend? And does it cost relatively the same as all the other expensive ones? <laughs> okay, so the first thing, if you boil water, you're you you you're you're killing. You can kill bugs if you boil water, but you're going to make some things more concentrated. So boiling is. Like if they have a boiling alert, that's because there's a bug in the water that the boiling and the heat will kill. So there's a bacteria, probably. Right. right. And that but, kills that. But it's not going to improve anything else. Okay. As far as the, the, the purity part, so I'm a believer of removing things properly and keeping them out of water. Um, I have sold and, and, and uh, a system well over, well over 20 years, which is a multi-barrier reverse osmosis deionization carbon system manufactured by an American company called Aquathin Corp. And they make all kinds of claims right on their literature. Uh, the system provides water that is salt-free, and free means it's, there's no salt. Yeah. And eliminate means gone. Nitrates, heavy metals, chemicals, pesticides, radionuclides, etc. It's, yep. it's amazing, and it comes in all kinds of different price ranges, starting just so because prices are an important thing from $500 and up. Yes. So it can be very competitive with anything. Okay. And then part of it is installing it correctly. We are in a different market here than other in other parts of the country because the water's cold here. So these systems don't make water as quickly here as they would in a southern warmer climate. Hmm. But um I'm, I'm the the goal would be to have have me out or somebody from my company and I'm I'm not a pushy guy. I'm just informative and I want you to be educated because then you can make a good decision on what's right for you and your family. And then is it a, a filter system that you change every year? Well, we will, yes, yes, yes. And we will, we manage that. We will send you a postcard so you're not responsible, we're responsible for calling you, or at least sending you a postcard so you call us. And is there a warranty? Yes, warranties are very strong. Okay. Because we, here, we live in Maple Grove. Yes. The water's very hard. Yes, it is. Very, very hard. Yes. And you probably know that, so... And we do all aspects of water treatment, whether it's softening, whole house dechem filtration, uh, obviously water purification. Uh, we can do simple jobs. We can do really elaborate, fancy jobs. We even pre-treat water for irrigation. Okay. Yep. Can you just repeat your email address? Because I was trying to write, I got your phone number down before. and then So yeah. Richard yeah. at Richards, so Richard with an S, RichardsCWS.com. CWS okay. for custom water systems. Okay, well, wonderful. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bree. You're welcome. Thank you for your Bye. call. So interesting. That, that was a great question that lady had. And um, I don't know, are there other things that we need to really talk about that people might have questions about? You know, I, one of the things, Richard, is, you know, people talk about reverse osmosis. Yep. And I know that that helps to remove like 70%. And, you know, as an old teacher, 70% never was a passing grade. <laughs> right. I want something up in the 90s. Right. Well, and I want something that's as close to 100% as possible. Yes. Because whatever the contaminant is, certain things are more difficult to remove than others. Mm -hmm. And so I want total removal. Right. 
And that's where I feel the most comfortable. And that doing that is where I get all the raves from people about how they just can't believe how much water they drink. But it's time, I think, for people to take personal responsibility for their health, which is why they go to you to begin with, Dar. Exactly. But there's a lot of people out there that, that they're not doing that. They're afraid to make changes. Well, mm-hmm. plus they want to put it on someone else. Mm-hmm. So I, just like water, no one's going to come and rescue us and give us better water. It's not going to happen. If the, it's too complex, too expensive, it's just never going to happen. And the it's, city and the is picture. not going to do it. Well, and they can do, they're going to do the best that they can, but Certainly. Just, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Bottled water is not the answer either. So why, that's a, that was one of the questions that we had thought about asking. Why is bottled water not the answer? Well, because it's, well, there's a bunch of things. I want to make the statement first that it's growing. And the average American now drinks 29.2 gallons each year, like in 2011. Mm-hmm. Well, why isn't it? So it's not, it's, it's regulated, but not so regulated. It's in plastic bottles. And some it's, of it you're is not You're not using filled. it for cooking. It can be basic water, it can be good water. But again, we're back to how do you know? Right. And the bottled water industry wasn't driven by consumers' demand. It was dri- driven by the soda pop industry. When sales were declining, they're the ones that are behind it. Now, is that a bad thing? Not necessarily, because it brings people's awareness. But this is, you got to take responsibility. You got to know the quality of water that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And that's what we, uh, that's what I take a lot of pride in doing properly. And the, the other thing is those, the water is in those plastic bottles sitting around for a long time. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, Richard, give your phone number out again. <laughs> this was this was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. So it's nine. My personal direct line is nine five two, two four zero zero four seven zero. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, yep. Richard, for taking pleasure. time to be here. Everyone, have a great weekend. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.